Welcome to the Community Karma Podcast with Aaron Jones and Carrie Hill. Join in as they discuss building community, branding, and how any business can benefit from a holistic approach to growth. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Community Karma Podcast. I, as always, am Carrie Hill. Haven't changed my name yet. Thinking about it (laughs) just for something to do. (laughs) I'm joined by my podcasting partner in crime, Aaron Jones. (laughs) Hello. Hi, Hi. Welcome to quarantine day 4,726. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, I just got an email from my kid's school that, that uh, the closures have been extended yet again. No surprise, but still making me a little twitchy. Yeah, right. I'm trying to just, mine's a senior. My youngest is a senior and he's got like one month left to go. And I'm trying to just get him to get all the work done now. So like, we don't ever have to think about it again. Can we just be done now, please? Yeah, he's so (gasps) close. Do they let you do that? Well, in his, cause he goes to school online. He's always remote schooled. Um, well, for the last couple of years. So he could do all of his work now. And as long as he has a passing grade, they don't care. It's pretty easy stuff. Oh, that's so. awesome. Yeah. I would I would clear that board, just get it done. Yep. Cuz I think it's I think it's about to get weird. <laughs> Judging yeah, by the way I'm we're so... acting right now, we can't be the only ones. Oh my gosh. I thought I was prepared for this cuz I work from home every day, but it just feels like so much more, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is different for sure. For you, I can imagine because you've got the kids and Adam there every day. And my husband's been home a bit more, but he's been, they shut construction down in Aspen and on the 31st. And so he was working till then. And then he's got a shop project that he's working on now. So it's not like he's in my hair every day. And my kids are adults, so like I could just tell mine to go away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tried that, and it turns out they bring them back if you do really? that when they're little. <sighs> um, and you know, honestly, I have to give my family credit for the amount of stress and chaos. I mean, we have like four computers going at a time right now because the kids are trying to do school and whatever other enrichment projects they've got going on. And my husband and I are both working from home. It's been pretty okay in our little bubble, but I manage a very large Facebook group and people are starting to lose it. Um, I've just noticed people are a lot more prickly, getting a lot more hostile with each other more quickly, a lot more emotional. You know, their responses to things that wouldn't have bothered them a month ago seem to really, really be hitting a different nerve than they used to. So I'm starting to get a little nervous about what's coming. Yeah, I'm not sure either. I I think that we're not over yet, but I just, I cannot, for some reason, I can't picture in my head this going beyond, like, mid-May. I yeah, just it's hard to think of the sun being out in the summer, you know, feeling like this in the summertime, I guess. Yeah, I, I don't, I mean, I hope it's, I, I just want people to not get sick anymore, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that would be really cool. Can you, I don't know if you can hear that, but my dog is snoring. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> Hi, puppy. Real world. <laughs> <laughs> it's life. So, it's like speaking a, a of four life. Pound, 
four pound dog that snores like a lumberjack. I don't understand. Oh my gosh. I thought that was one of the labs. That's really, that's extra funny. Everyone. Carrie yeah. has two small dogs and two big, how many big dogs yeah. do you have now? Two big dogs, two labs, two Yorkies. Yeah. I, I thought it was a big dog. So two. yay. <laughs> So we were talking because we were trying to come up with a topic for today and we were talking about it and we're like, I just really don't want to talk about how awful things are. And I was like, yeah, I'm with you. I don't want to either. And uh, then we started (laughs) talking about, yeah, we started talking about what people should be doing right now, especially if you're a non-essential business. If you're an essential business, it's like business as usual, hair on fire, trying to just tread water right for most of them um but if you're a a retail store or some other kind of business that is shut down right now what are you doing to kind of help yourself out i mean yeah i can totally understand taking a week to just breathe totally get it everybody needs a little downtime but i think that now's the time to think about working on your business instead of in your business, right? Absolutely. And I think there are quite a few different angles that we could look at here that depending on what kind of business you're in, what kind of business you work with, whether you're B2B, B2C, there are so many different ways you could look at this and so many ideas that we came up with that we thought this would be a good thing to chat with everyone about. Yeah, for sure. Because, you know, I first kind of was introduced to this concept of on versus in listening to the SaaS Venture podcast with Aaron Wykey and Darren Shaw. I think I may have mentioned it before, but um, I, I like the idea of differentiating the like in versus on tasks. So if you're a plumber and you own your own company and you go to pe- into people's homes every day and fix their leaks or replace their products or, or you know, fixtures or whatever, you're working in your business. You are in it doing it every day. Um, And that means you have less time to work on your business. What are your goals? What does your website look like? Have you rewritten your bio in the last seven years? You know, the internet is aged now, right? It's not a new thing. So if you put your bio online with your first website 10 years ago, it might be time to clean that up a little bit. (laughs) Absolutely. You wouldn't let your storefront look like that. You know, I I have a good example and he's probably not listening to this, but I have a, a former neighbor who's a good family friend now that owns a business um, in your area. And I built a Facebook page for his business five years ago, I believe. Mm-hmm. And yesterday he called me to ask me how he could start using it. So I think that the construction I know who you're talking on. about. <laughs> I and I thought, wonder why this is showing up in my feed today. <laughs> Surprise. Yeah, now I have to, to make the tough call to tell them that it really needs a refresh because it's very old, even though it's new to them. Um, but yeah, so their business has slowed down. I didn't realize Aspen slowed construction. But now that you say that, the timing makes a whole lot of sense. Um, but the fact is they're seeing that. So I'm super proud of them because this is an area of their business that they've always been really leery of and really nervous about jumping into, um, very hands-on guy, very personal contact heavy in his business. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I think that talking about this is really good because there are people who 
who think websites are kind of set it and forget it or social media profiles or, you know, wherever your content is living online, very rarely do you put it out there and never revisit it. Right. Yep. I am with you completely. I think that, you know, there's that old, we were talking about it in the pre-talk, you know, we tell <laughs> The, the cobbler's kids never have shoes. <laughs> yeah. And so you spend, you, especially, you know, as a business owner or a manager of a business or whatever, like you're, you're hit, you're bombarded day after day after day with the things that need immediate attention, right? So then you make your priority list. So I need to do A, B, and C to make sure my employees have health insurance and get paid this week. Or I can update the bio or photos on my website, which will I choose? <laughs> you know, exactly. Like... <laughs> and it falls, it never, it doesn't float to the top. You know, when you no. have a busy business, which is not a bad thing, we're, we're very happy when our clients are busy and doing well, but these kinds of things don't typically get their attention. Um, I have another client that has a really, really cool physical space and their website needs some work. And they, they really knew that the website needed some work. And we had a conversation and I just said, you know, when I go to your website, I don't get the same feeling that I get when I walk into your building. Mm -hmm. Do you, do you want that disconnect? And I, I think that kind of made it make a lot more sense to them. And they went, Oh my gosh, no, we, we don't want people thinking our physical space is is dated and clunky or, or missing information or, you know, that we're not on top of things and really polished. And so we're actually taking this time right now to, to get a new website off the ground. So I'm really excited to, to see businesses hearing this advice and taking it seriously. And um, so, yeah, I th thought it was a good thing to talk about today to see some, some smaller clients are taking this advice. So hopefully some more people will hear this and see some things that they can do during this time to help propel their businesses forward when things get back to the quote unquote normal um, that we aren't really sure what, what it's going to look like. Right. You're at least ready for it to move forward, whatever that yes. looks like. <laughs> Having a website may be a great thing because this could be a while. And there are a lot of opportunities online mm -hmm. that even some brick and mortar businesses could take advantage of to at least keep themselves top of mind, even if maybe they can't provide their regular services, um, this is For a good sure. time to do that. Yeah, you know, I think there's a lot of retail businesses out there that don't have an online, like they don't sell things online. Um, you have to come into the store. And I think that the way purchasing is going now, and this is even before the COVID thing, um, I think that there is a need or a reason to start thinking about how do, how do we become a hybrid business? How can we offer an in-store shopping experience and an online shopping experience? So maybe your doors are shut, but is this the right time to start getting your products put online? Setting up your WooCommerce or your Shopify store and taking photos in your, I mean, you know, you can't have your employees in there, but if you're in the shop all by yourself, can you start getting your sure. stuff online? with your doors locked, you know, or do live videos um, on social media, you know, maybe mm -hmm. you're not quite ready to get all the way into managing a website. That can be a scary step. Just start engaging with your community on Facebook, you know, use Instagram, yep. start showing pictures of what you have for sale. And you can see really quickly what kind of response your online audience is going to give you, because maybe they aren't going to buy the same things or the, have the same buying process as someone would in person. 
But, mm-hmm. you know, I bought some stuff off of a Facebook post today that it's a store that I usually go into in person. And I just messaged the store owner and said, hey, can I Venmo you some money and have that have you pop it in the mail? Sure, absolutely. You know, there we've got to morph the way we're doing things if we want to stay afloat, you know, when things are difficult. For sure. And, may, you know, maybe it's as simple, maybe it's as, as small and as simple as offering gift cards now. You know, um, maybe you're not selling all of your products, but maybe people can buy gift cards. And I know you were talking about it a few days ago, trying to find little treats for teachers that are going above and beyond. Or maybe you have a family member that's got a birthday like poor Aaron did last week. And, you know, you can't take them. (laughs) You can't go out to dinner. You can't go out for drinks. You can't meet and have cake. But you could get them a gift card and mail it to them, you know. Yeah, if anybody needs an address, I could could share it now. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah but there's, I, think, I mean yep uh, <laughs> sorry. Our, our rhythm's a little off today because I've had a lot of coffee and not a lot of human contact um <laughs> I I agree and you know as those things are going out the door then you've got some money coming in so maybe you mm-hmm. can freshen up your website yeah or you know maybe that little bit of money is enough to keep you afloat for a little bit you know um my hairdresser the first thing I did was buy two gift cards I was like, you know, I, I know when this all over, I'm going to need it. I needed it before this happened, honestly. But <laughs> Can you prioritize your appointment when they open the books back up for buying those yep. gift cards? Because yep. that's a good idea. Like, hey, the first five people that buy gift cards get the first five appointments when my doors are back open. For sure. I think that there's definitely things you can do, especially if you're a service business. So maybe you don't have a product. Maybe it's a thing you do. Like... Uh, barber or salon or you do brows or manicure pedicure or you know things like that what things can you do now that will set you up for success when you can reopen like maybe it's tutorial videos about how to use your services or like um, how to give yourself an at-home conditioning treatment with a product that they can buy from you because most salons sell product too right Mm -hmm. um So, you know, maybe shoot four or five videos with your iPhone about how things work or the best way to clean a makeup brush or just little things that you can use later on as content when you're busy again. So having like a stockpile of editorial options really helps kind of keep that momentum going. Um, if, If you don't have a product that you can put online and take a credit card and sell and ship or put, you know, put out for drop off or whatever it happens to be, maybe, um, you know, you start thinking about what are the things that I can do to help my business be more successful? What are the things I can do to help people find and purchase my services? And that's, you know, beefing up the descriptions of what you do on your website. You'd be so surprised. Actually, probably aren't that surprised how many websites I go to that really don't even talk about what that business actually does or where they do it. Like it was the first, yeah, it was like the first iteration and they're like, yeah, just get it online. It's fine. And then the business has evolved over a couple of years, but they didn't evolve the website along with it. Yeah. Or, or, you know, one thing that I've noticed is People get really used to working and living in a local community. If they're a small community-based business, they put a website up talking to the audience that they know. 
and forget that their website is global and everyone who happens upon their website doesn't live in their five mile radius. Mm -hmm. So, you know, in the first three seconds of looking at your website, I need to know who you are, where you are and what you're doing. So test yourself, you know, or ask five friends, Hey, can you show my website to someone and see if they understand what I'm doing? You know, this is, Mm -hmm. this is a really good time to do things like that. And it gives people an opportunity to give you feedback, which they may have wanted to give you and been afraid to because, you know, we're not always welcoming of constructive criticism. Um, And another thing, Carrie, I don't know if you've experienced this, but in social media, and I'm not advising doing this on your website because your website should be clean and professional, but I have found on social media that iPhone videos and not overly produced content do way better as far as shares, clicks, comments, views, um, than really produced content because it feels authentic and people want authenticity from their brands on social media. Well, and I think it also, people can relate to it better if it's got flaws in it, right? And yeah, it so don't be afraid have, to do it. <laughs> all that spit and polish just says, well, they got a lot of money. They have this video made. I don't need to help them out. You exactly. Know, I, I think that it... it Right now, especially, I think it sends a bit of a weird message. I think just like a raw video of you talking about, well, we're not doing anything, so here's what I'm doing today <laughs> kind of yeah. thing. You now, know what I mean? Make make sure people have pants on in the background. I'm seeing yeah, right. a lot of videos right now of people <laughs> forgetting to put pants on. Don't be that guy. Yeah. <laughs> that is not what you want to get famous for. Um, right. But yeah. Can you like, imagine? Poor gal, oh she's goodness. all dressed up and doing a serious, like, in a blazer, you know, video conference. Oh, my God. No I just pants. can't imagine. Yeah. <laughs> and then seeing more and more of them. And, you know, I, I same with children. I have kids at home, and there is oftentimes you'll walk into my house and someone will be sans pants. Don't have that on your video. <laughs> it's not, right. it, it may get you banned in some places. Um <gasps> But yeah, Mommy's recording. Really... Everybody put pants on. <laughs> Actually, that has come out of my mouth. Yeah. yeah. Don't waste my bandwidth and don't get in the camera frame if you don't have pants on. It's, it's very simple. My kids get it now. But now they're saying it back to me, which is really funny. Not the pants part, but the, hey, I've got a video conference with my class. Can you stay out of my out of my view here? I'm like, okay, well, Gee. that's fun. I know. I've trained them well, um, but it stings a little bit being on the other side. Right. Gosh, um, I never realized like, what a snot I sounded like. I know. Get out of my frame. Yeah, that's me. That's my family. It's It's been real here, you guys. Really real. What did Jack say to you the other day? You put it on Facebook. Oh, my gosh. But he cracks me up. He's always got something to say. It's quite, quite fun around here. He's like, what, is he six now? Five? He is six, going on 40. 40. I was going to say, he's like the oldest six-year-old I've ever met. (laughs) Yeah. He tells me I'm ridiculous quite often, so you can see where the maturity shift has happened in my house. (laughs) Oh, Jack. Oh, yes. My daughter once also told me that I was not her target demographic. So we're, we're doing good. We're, um, lots of work. Well, at least they're listening on. to your work phone calls. Yeah, it's not terrifying at all, is it? Um, 
they're going to be able to out-tech me real soon here. Um, yeah. It's... I I worried about that for a while, and then I realized neither one of my kids are, like, super now. They're not, like, I mean, you know, they play their video games or whatever, but they're not, like, super techie, hacky no. like I am. Like, I'm like, oh, how can I hook all this stuff together and make it work? And That's because like you that. normalized it too much. <laughs> Probably. Now they're like, you're they're like, ridiculous. I want nothing to do with this. <laughs> you're going to have off-grid children. Right. Household of oh. preppers is what I raised. Dang it. <laughs> I know. It's, yeah. It's, I'm telling you, it's, it's weird times. People yeah. are like, get oh, us gosh. away we from just, the like, internet. Totally went off the reservation there, didn't we? <laughs> we sure did. Yeah. <sighs> Oh well, let's bring it, bring it back around. Let's let's wrap it up here. What do we got on the list here? All right, let's talk about talk? okay. Oh, we touched on images. Mm-hmm. I want fresh images. Mm-hmm. I don't care if they're professional or if you took them yourself. But if you took them yourself, please make sure that your lighting is consistent and your image quality is there. Mm-hmm. You do not have to pay a photographer thousands of dollars. Again, on your website, I, I don't know that I feel that way. I feel like websites should be your virtual iteration of your business. But your social media, people should be able to get to know you. So use real photos, especially if you're writing a post about your brand. If you put a stock photo in with a post about your business, people have a hard time with the trustworthiness there. I'm so done with stock photography. I'm so done with it. <laughs> Just You know, I think it, it has its place, but it's way overused. Yep. No I offense agree. to any I, of you stock photo people out there, but we're well, abusing I, it. I think that there's a time and a place. I'm not sure what it is. I'll maybe think of something soon. But <laughs> I think that if I'm going to the dentist, I don't, like, I'm sorry, but that is not what your dentist office looks like. And that is not the kind of chairs you have. And those are not the kind of you know, protective glasses that you use. And that is not the kind of x-ray machine you have. Yeah. So you have not sold me on the experience I'm going to have when I walk in your physical door. Or when I walk in your door, I have a perception of what it's going to look like. And it looks nothing like that. Now, what do you think might has happened to my happiness factor with this visit? I'm already going to the dentist. So, you know, it's pretty low. Now I've walked in the door and I'm like, yeah, this doesn't look anything like the website. <laughs> and now I'm doubting them. Yep. Now I'm not sure yeah. I want, I don't know if I'm going to stay. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I just. No, there's a trust and verification mm-hmm. factor there that doesn't happen when there's a huge disconnect between your online collateral and your physical collateral. It's, mm-hmm. It has to be there. That being said, I think that you need to really work on, um, making sure that your logo, your like branding is consistent. You're using the same type, you know, of logo on your website, on your social media. Like if you're using it as a watermark or as the logo representation on your profile page or whatever, uh, you know, using one logo for social media and one logo for the website and they don't look anything alike because that's the files you have available. Um, now's a good time to get that all kind of stitched together and looking the same. Absolutely. And throw your print material in there too. I want Mm -hmm. it all to be congruent. If you don't, there's a disconnect there and whether people notice it or not, you lose credibility with people when they're hopping and having to stop and think about if they're still 
on your Facebook page versus your website. If they have to go back and check, that's even worse. Yep, absolutely. I think that, you know, like we said, your your website should be your showroom. Um, I, I like the idea of social media being like kind of the, this is the lab piece, right? So like you might sell um, kitchen goods, let's say you're a little shop and you sell all kinds of kitchen gadgets and dishes and pans and fun little gifts, kitchen gifts. Like, I would love to see on your Facebook page you using these things, like making something with that wooden spoon set or, um, you know, using those pans or something like that, like the use case for these things. Um, Absolutely. Like Show me how to clean them. Is it, are they yep. hard to clean? Are they easy to clean? Mm -hmm. Are they durable? Can I put it Sell in the dishwasher? Should I wash it by hand? Why? <laughs> what happens if yeah. I put it in the dishwasher? <laughs> I don't care if I void the warranty if I don't have to wash it by hand, but if it's right. going to break, then I have a problem. Yep. Yep. For sure. I think that there's a lot of opportunity to kind of, like I said, build up your library, like, you know, share one thing a day, but shoot four things a day and just save them. Right. <laughs> Yeah, because there's going to be a day where you do not feel like working on it. And it's great to go into a file and say, what should we talk about today? Mm -hmm. Or maybe reshare the same, like take the raw, the raw edit and crop it a little bit differently or trim it a little bit differently. And instead of talking about the spoons, talk about the kitchen towel that you laid them on or, you know, a, a different a way to kind of repurpose that content or even that same message but rewrite it a little bit um you know and and figure out different ways you can use one piece of marketing or one piece of collateral into multiple ways maybe take those 10 photos you shared over 10 days and build a slideshow and share it in a different way on a different site or something like that there's a lot of different things you can do with content if you have that content available to you. So now's the time to start creating it, right? Yeah, and you can repurpose, like Carrie said, you can take a, a photo from your video, a, a, a still from your video and use it as the image for a blog post or a series of images so that you can use the written content to accompany that visual content. And again, that's creating that cohesiveness. So now your blog matches, your Facebook matches, your YouTube channel. So people can absorb that content however they want, not how you want to give it to them. And that's a great way, again, to instill trust and to increase your, the eyeballs on your stuff. Because really, that's the ultimate goal, right? We want to keep people interested in what we're doing. We want to increase their trust in us during an uncertain time. And we want them to come and buy from us as soon as they are able to. Um, you know, this is also a time that maybe we get creative with what we're selling. I We have a friend, Carrie, whose husband is a plumber, and they added a, a bidet installation service page to their website. Mm -hmm. You know, that's for probably sure. not something that plumbers have gotten a lot of calls for until the last month. But changing with the times, um, you know, that same friend of mine who has the business near you does glass work, and they're installing sneeze guards at banks and grocery stores. So you can go check out your groceries without breathing on the checker or having them right. breathe on you. Um, you know, that's not something <laughs> they ever probably thought of six months, a year ago, but now it's a huge part of their brand. So 
make sure that content is available if people are looking for it. Because if you are one of the first people to do that, you're going to rank better, more people are going to find you, and you'll be their guy. And you always want to be, especially in local business, you want to be the guy people think of when it's mm -hmm. time to make that phone call. Yeah, I got a guy. Let me give you his name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me take you on his Facebook page. Exactly. <laughs> show, then, And they can show you, you know, oh, look at here it is right here. Here's that post. Here's a video showing you how it works in case you have questions. You know, this can be anything from quick, you know, 45 second clips on making the perfect cup of coffee all the way to a half hour installation of a backsplash or something like mm -hmm. that. You know, whatever you do, there are people out there who want to see it or learn it or hear about it. So how do you find them? Yeah, I think these are all great tips and, and, you know, it kind of make, it's making me think of, of the, you know, why are we so lazy? <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go there. I, I say we, because that's me. <laughs> you know, I have all that's these no great we. ideas. It's, it's the, we. <laughs> it's the, when do I have time to do all this stuff? Well, no, you do have a little bit of that time and you can find some some inspiration in a time where there's not much to be had if you're sitting in front of the tv right it's mm -hmm. kind of depressing these days <laughs> yeah turn off the news it's no good yeah yep like the 15 minute governor cuomo brief is about all i can handle a day and then i'm done it's <laughs> good yep yeah and <laughs> You know, if you don't know where to jump in, make a list. Just start yep. jotting down ideas, and eventually one will be interesting enough for you that it will be worth giving it a try. And the other thing, if you do start creating your own content, um, don't be too hard on yourself, because I have listened to old podcasts and old interviews and read old content that I've written, and you got to give yourself some grace, because there's definitely yeah. a little bit of a learning curve there, and Absolutely. You're still offering value, even if you don't think the production value is there. People don't care. You know, they, well, they care about the value it, of what you're giving them. Right. And, and if you don't love it and it's evergreen, like the content is correct, maybe you don't like the voice you wrote it in or the way you organized it, now's a good time to fix it, right? Absolutely. You've got some time. Let's, let's clean it up. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, a really fun game is if your logo or your website are incredibly dated and you do decide to take on the task of freshening them up, show your audience a before and after. Right. You know, people love seeing the history, the humanity, the blooper reel. If you've mm -hmm. got photos of things that you just blew up, share them. Yep. Or, or let do four versions and let them vote or on their favorite, right? Or something like that. That I think that's a real popular piece of content as well, right? Run a poll. Oh, yeah. Like the blue or the orange. You know, make yeah, sure one you don't put one out there you like... hate because you have to live with it every day. And if they pick the one you hate, then you're going to hate it forever. But <laughs> For sure. And, and just be ready because the one thing people are always willing to give you is their opinion. So <laughs> if you open those doors, <laughs> don't take commentary personally because if 47 people love what you did and one person hates it all you're going to hear is that it's awful like don't do mm -hmm. that to yourself we've all been there um but yeah put some things out there have a contest you know say hey we are trying to decide what color to paint the wall in the office um you know whoever picks the best color gets 
whatever we have to offer today, you know, who knows, whatever you want to do. This works great with restaurants and service businesses that have, you know, that they, they can fudge a little bit in, you know, give away a free manicure in exchange for, for sharing a post or something like that. Um, mm -hmm. There are so many creative ways you can get the word out there without spending a lot of money. And right now is a great time to experiment. I think that's a great note to end this on. <laughs> or another quick podcast that lasted a half hour. Right? I don't think we'll ever get these down to 20 minutes. I just think we should give up on that one. <laughs> I, God know, grant me I, the strength to change the things I can and accept the things I can't. <laughs> yep. There's been some acceptance here today. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, for Jones, for another awesome episode. Thank you for letting me babble incoherently for half an hour. Thanks, everybody. If you made it to the end, like gold star on your sticker chart, people, because, wow, it was a long one in a half an hour today, wasn't it? <laughs> Time has no meaning anymore. Speaking of brainstorming and getting our shit together, guess what Aaron and Carrie should probably do? <laughs> that to-do list has been started. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to work on that. Maybe we'll be better organized. It'll be a new week next week, right? <laughs> hey, you guys, give us some feedback on what we yeah. can do better, what you'd like to hear, and we'll make it happen. Absolutely. See how I turn that around? Yeah, absolutely. It's all your fault for not giving us any ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Sponsors, where are you at? Come on. I like your style, Jones. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. Here, have a wonderful week. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Community Karma Podcast. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe via iTunes, Google Podcasts, or your favorite podcast app. And don't forget to sign up for reminders via the website communitykarmapodcast.com. See you next time.